All right, so the bench press is arguably, actually it's not even an argument, probably the most utilized exercise there is. Next to, you know, seconds probably dumbbell curls. So there's no doubt that whatever your goal, your sport, uh, if you're a coach, you're probably going to be doing the bench press, having athletes do the bench press. And really most people fall into two camps. They either think the bench press is the great, greatest exercise in the world, or they think it's completely overrated and a waste of time. And I would like to say the bench press probably falls somewhere in the middle. It's a useful exercise. It does work a ton of muscles in the upper body. You know, it obviously has movement in it that correlates to a lot of different activities, but it's not the only exercise that does that, and it doesn't need to be done every single day. So that said, we're going to cover just some basic tips of how to do the bench press properly for athletic purposes. And for most sports, if you looked at Bonnerchuk stuff, this exercise, you know, for most athletes, most sports is going to fall into general developmental. So it's not supposed to simulate the sporting action, um, but it, it does tend to move in the same range of motion that a lot of sports that use upper body like football um, do. So we want to make sure that we do it, number one, effectively, and number two, safely. So the key thing here we're going to start out with is just learning how to set up properly. And a proper setup is hugely important because it puts you in the right position to bench press the way we want to bench press for athletic purposes. So the first thing we're going to have Patrick just go ahead and get into position and we'll point out some of the key things. Okay. First, powerlifters obviously have a very big arch because they're trying to decrease their range of motion and they're trying to get in the most leveraged position possible. For the most part, we want to have somewhat of an arch, but we don't want to arch the way the powerlifter would. So we're going to have a real moderate arch. Some athletes might not have much. But the key thing is we want to learn how to drive our hips and our feet into the ground. So we make solid ground contact and the force is transferred all the way through the body into the bar. The bench press when done properly is not an upper body exercise. It really is a total body exercise because it requires strong glutes, strong hamstring, strong calves, a strong core, support by the back. I mean, really everything works in a bench press when done properly. So if you look at Patrick, you'll see he's got very good ground contact. He's driving through his legs. Now, this is one key thing. If you see someone benching and their legs look soft and their hips are not actively working throughout the bench press, they're not doing it properly. So you want to make sure that his legs are squeezed, his glutes are squeezed, everything is tight as he's doing the bench press. Okay, we're going to have him do a couple reps here, and I'm going to point out some things after he's done. See if you can point out one thing he's doing that's very important for doing it properly and safely. Go ahead, Harry. Okay, four reps is good. Okay. okay, one of the most important things, and I'm not sure if you catch it from there, is the position of the shoulder. Okay, bodybuilding bench press is typically a very shoulder uh, high or, or abducted position. With athletic activities, we don't necessarily want the shoulder in that position because it causes a ton of stress on the shoulder, and it's not necessarily the most athletic way to bench either. You're not, most sports aren't up here. Most sports are inside. If you're throwing a punch with combat sports, if you're coming off the line in football or jamming somebody, your elbows are going to be much closer to your body than a bodybuilding style bench. So we'll give Patrick a second rest, but we want the arms and the elbows generally right around a 45 degree angle for most sports. Okay, this is where you're still going to be strong. You're going to engage the triceps a ton. You're not going to be putting as much stress on the shoulder as you have, as you head all the way up. And you're going to be in a good athletic position to do the bench press. So let's watch again. Let's watch his shoulders. Okay. And then the second thing is when he's in that position, he's able to drive the bar straight up and away from him rather than up and top over his eyes, which again, straight away from you is a much more athletic movement. So, we're going to look at the position of his shoulders. We're going to look at the bar path, the angle of the bar, and watch him push it up and away from him. Good. 
Okay. So again, those are really the key points to making the bench press an effective and safe athletic type exercise, a general development exercise. You want good points of contact with the ground. You want your entire legs, your core. You want everything tight throughout the movement from start to finish. You want your elbows roughly around a 45 degree angle from your body most of the time. You want to bench press out in a straight line and you want to control the movement from the bottom and the top using generally good explosive power uh, to, to lift the bar. If you really follow those key points and you keep those in mind as you're bench pressing, you're going to end up developing strength that's going to have some carryover into the activities you're doing. And again, it doesn't have to have specific carryover. It's not a specific exercise for most sports, but it will develop that general strength that will carry over and have benefits for central nervous system function um, and some other areas as well. So uh, let's go to the whiteboard and we'll kind of outline some of the general principles for how we'd actually put together a bench press training program. All right, so if we look at the whiteboard here, or the new glass whiteboard, I should say, we can take a look at just the key points we covered out there in the gym real quick, and that's making sure we keep our elbows at a 45-degree angle to really minimize the damage in the shoulder or any cumulative damage in the shoulder and make sure we're in a, a more athletic position when we bench. We want to keep our legs, hips, and our core tight throughout the entire range of motion from start to finish, really from the setup until racking the weight, and that's going to help, again, transfer more into real-world athletic movements. And we want to have a controlled explosion. Okay, we want to control the bar throughout the range of motion, and we want to work on the explosive drive through our entire body through the bench press. Okay, now when we turn to the actual programming side of things, you know, this is how do we actually apply the exercise of the bench, or how do we utilize the bench within the greater scheme of a program. Um, and this is kind of how I like to do it. I generally will have the athletes bench twice a week. Um, we'll have one session on a high day, um, going back to that high-low system we've talked about throughout the past. And that's where we're going to do generally, you know, four to six reps or four to six sets of anywhere from two to five reps. So we're doing a heavier day um, on that high day. And that's really the, where the more central nervous system demanding exercises are going to go. And that's where that first bench press session is going to go. Typically, that's going to be earlier in the week. Um, for me, we typically have our athletes first high days on a Tuesday. So a lot of times that's where that day will be included. Now, the second session we're going to typically use on a low day. Again, that's a much lower central nervous system demanding day. We're going to use much lower intensity exercises, and this is where we're going to do three to four sets, so 70%, maybe 80% max, sometimes less of the overall volume from day one, and we're going to keep the reps a little bit higher here, okay? Six to ten reps on average is where we're going to go, and I'm generally going to keep this structure, this block structure, for four to six weeks at a time before I will switch out to a different exercise or I may modify the, modify the exercise. You know, more advanced athletes, they can use chains. Um, I typically don't want to use the bands, which a lot of the powerlifters will use for fighters, just because it does place more stress in the shoulder, which we want to be careful of. Um, but that typically, that four to six week block for the bench press works really well. And then we'll have a, a week of lighter loading, and we'll probably alter the exercise or maybe switch to a different exercise altogether. But you know, there's endless variations um, and ways you can put the bench press into your program. This is kind of how I like to do it for athletic purposes, like I said. And again, you know, you're not, uh, you know, unless you are a powerlifter, you're not training primarily to just drive your bench numbers as high as you can. Your goal is to increase strength through the bench press in the range of motion. They're going to help carry over and also to just general uh, develop that general central nervous system function, which we call you know, the general preparatory development. Um, and that's what we use these exercises that don't necessarily mimic your sport-specific exercise moves. Uh, that's why we use these exercises. So again, that's the bench press, and that's uh, this week's episode of Eight Weeks Out University. Uh, we'll see you next time. I train to dominate my opponent. I train because the competition never ends. I train because life is a fight. Black Horse gives me an edge.
It's really the way of the future of training. I've seen every trend you can imagine come and go. This is one thing I see that's a game changer.